When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. All right, my talkers, we are finally here. It is Thursday, hour three of Lori and Julia. We've got theories coming up. Holly's going to come in for a dirt alert, and we're going to get to some a lot of Hollywood news here, you guys. So let's just hang out with Lori and Julia and have a little fun. All right, let's do it, let's- you guys. So on GMA this morning, they gave us the delightful news about, you know, the Oscars um, nominations are next week. I know. Oh. Tuesday. Here Thursday. Is, or Thursday, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. So the people who will be reading the names, and they're going to have oh, to... Oh, excuse me, it's Tuesday, Larry. They're going to have to adjust the podiums. Mm-hmm. Tracy Ellis Ross and Leslie Jordan will be Love reading it. the names. So um, we'll see who is nominated. But I love that lineup, and I love... Good on you, Leslie Jordan. Oh, I love... Listen, his glow up and him, people finding, discover, discovering how fantastic he is. It's just so fun. Yeah. He, no one deserves it more. Yeah, it's so I mean, true. he's so deliciously delightful and happy. I got to say, though, this is the most anticlimactic award season. Again. Again. Last year, we knew everything was canceled, yep. so we were prepared for it. This, this year. This is just odd. The Screen Actor Guild Awards are at the end of February. It sounds like it's going to be all virtual. There's not even going to be a red carpet, so our presence is not going to be there. I don't know how you Zoom it. We're waiting to find out, but I, fingers are, are, we're feeling very blue about it. The BAFTA nominations were announced today. And that's uh, basically the British version yes. of the Oscars. And they barely have any connection to the American Oscar season. But sometimes there are overlaps in movies. It's not usually like this huge difference between right. what you both see. But um, they... Uh, Dune like scored major. Major, major, major. And I have to admit, both of my kids saw this and loved, loved it. it. Yeah, um, for best film, yeah, they nominated Belfast, Don't Look Up, Dune, Licorice Pizza, and The Power of the Dog. Okay, so of those, you've seen Licorice Pizza. Yep. Would you give it a B? Half of Power of the Dog. Half Although of- I give it more than that. I give it a solid B+. B plus. Plus. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah. Belfast, I want to see Everyone it. Everyone says it's great. I it's haven't great. seen it yet. It's at Southdale in oh, okay. It is. It is in All theaters. Right. But the thing that did surprise me, and I was kind of happy about this one. You wanted to see Spencer nominated. And no Kristen Stewart, no Spencer. And who is the president of the BAFTAs? William. William. Listen, he doesn't have enough time to deal with that. He has so much family drama going on over there right now that he doesn't care. 
I'm raising one crooked eyebrow. No, I disagree. I'm raising. I love and how you think that he has power to decide who's going to be in a knot. It would have been awkward. And you know who else didn't get nominated? Nicole Kidman for being the Ricardos. The Baptist That's okay. said no. Did you did you Here's watch who it? They gave to for leading actress. Okay, Gaga for House of Gucci, which is funny. Alana ha- uh, uh, Ham Hame for what? For licorice, licorice pizza. pizza. Okay. Uh, Amelia Jones for Coda, which is wonderful. Wonderful. And then uh, Tessa Thompson for Passing, and then I don't know these other two movies, but old Leonardo got nominated for. Um, what? For, for the, uh, what do you call it? Leading actor in Don't Look Up. Oh. But Will Smith got nominated for King Richard. I love that. And we are all for that. And then Mahershala Ali got nominated for a movie called Swan Song. And when we talked to Chris Hewitt, we'll have to ask him about it. But people are saying this is just an incredible movie. He's an incredible He's so good. actor. Oh, Grant. He mm. is one of the most lovely men. He mm-hmm. won for. Was a True Detectives, I think, the SAG Award. He won a SAG Award Mm -hmm. and he was in the green room. He is charming. Really? He is lovely. He is kind. And then the dad in CODA got nominated for supporting actor. I love that they're giving Mm -hmm. CODA the love because that movie was one of our favorite movies last year. All three of us. Yeah, Mm -hmm. totally. I mean, that was such a feel-good movie. And, well, you know what, Lori? So we'll... Being the Ricardos that you're surprised, that movie... It's really for a particular type of person. Yeah. Not me. Yeah. And not you. Because yeah. you haven't bothered to watch it. I haven't it. even bothered to watch and it. And Grant, not you. Mm-mm. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it. Appreciate I'm it. consumed with Ozark right now. That's the only thing but I have But even this room. came out a long, long yeah, time ago. And I've avoided it. <laughs> like the plague. Like the plague. After mm-hmm. talking about it, I, like the plague for no, a year. No, this is your MO, though. <laughs> yeah, we know. know. I can't believe she's playing Lucy. And then you're going to go see it. Okay. Uh, so Halle Berry, if you've been wondering why she's making the rounds. She's, she's on, on the cover of the AARP magazine. That's right. look, look at Grant. Looking like a million she, bucks. She also was on wow. um she's on ellen today she was on with i think um i can't remember she if was, it was on a late night yeah Kimmel, maybe it might she's been. still not really loved she's still people find her very prickly still Lori. i'm okay. just gonna say well people flocked like crazy on netflix to see her movie about her mma fighter yeah. bruise did you see it and I didn't see it, but I mean, I that would never watch a movie about MMA. It's like not my. Well, we watched Million Dollar Baby about boxing. It was Clint Eastwood and Hillary Swank. Okay, I, what do you say? She doesn't gut it. Yeah, not not. <laughs> I don't care to know about it. So anyway, uh, our buddy Roger Friedman at Showbiz Four One One has the scoop because she says to whoever it was on the late night show. She says, "Yes, you know, I'm 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 playing an astronaut. I'm playing a retired astronaut, and I just oh, I just I, thought, no, this doesn't seem believable by any stretch of the imagination. I don't know. It's not just because she's beautiful, but I don't know. I just thought, wow, that seems like funny casting. That's what I thought. But I think that sometimes about you think about a, a lot of people. Yeah. So sources from both coast, and I'm talking media critics." Okay. Mention the phrase, this movie, Moonfall, directed by Roland Emmerich, who makes big budget disaster movies. Okay. It's called Moonfall, being described as one of the worst movies 
ever made. Wow. Cost $150 million <gasps> for Emmerich and his uh, Lionsgate. It stars Halle Berry, Patrick Wilson, and Michael Pena. And, um, and of course, those guys are a nice guy. I mean, but they're not big box office no. draws. And certainly Halle Berry is an Oscar winner, but critics are saying this is not her finest moment. Uh, but Roger thinks she did Moonfall so she could underwrite her indie film, Bruised, mm-hmm. which did very well for her in Netflix and mm-hmm. got her another deal. 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 Mm-hmm. So he's famous. He did. He made one great movie, Independence Day, back in yeah. 1996. Great movie, by the way. Great movie. Oh. But his trash heap is The Day After Tomorrow. Oh, terrible. 2012. Oh, that one was even worse. Stonewall, a movie I don't even remember. I don't even know. I remember it. I didn't watch it. Maybe Moonfall could be a surprise hit because COVID's still hanging around and there's a gigantic winter storm coming through. But disaster, according to Roger, is looming large for this movie Moonfall. So you've been warned. Um, We told you earlier that Renee Zellweger is starring in a true crime series that's going to be on NBC called The Thing About Pam. Mm -hmm. Uh, The suburban housewife Pam Hupp, who's serving life in prison. For murder, and I mean, you wouldn't even know it was Renee Zellweger. Oh no, the prosthetic, the makeup prosthetics are really good. Yeah, and she's playing a 63-year-old, so she's playing somebody 10 years older Mm -hmm. than she is. That's posted, and then the movie that we watched the trailer for, we're kind of surprised, it's called Gaslit, and I think Gaslight, you talked about it yesterday. And so Holly posted the trailer today, and she is playing Martha Julia Roberts. Yeah, Julia Roberts is playing Martha Mitchell, who's the wife of the Attorney General John Mitchell. And it's Martha who uncovers President Nixon's involvement in Watergate, and her husband is the Attorney General. So if you think like scandalous things have happened in presidencies before, yes, you would be right. And this Attorney General did not want his wife. They were trying to cover up Watergate. So Julia Roberts going dramatic, and it's going to air on Stars as well as have um, a short theatrical release. And Sean Penn plays her husband, John Dean. Unrecognizable. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And Army Hammer's role got recast in that. Okay. And Justin Theroux plays G. Gordon Liddy, the guy with the big mustache. Yeah. Anyway, it kind of looked good. Yeah, it did. I love a, pathetic, a political thriller. Yeah. You know, I do. I just I'm think, ready for some rom coms. Well, you're getting it. Marry Me is out next week. Next week, and uh, you know, did you see Maluma? Uh, did you see Hodes? Who's Hodes? Hoda. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, we're on a first name basis. That it's a nickname. I'm still loving the headline for her. I'm sad that she broke off her engagement, but it was the headline about her breaking off her engagement was Hoda breaks off engagement. Because marriage won't work. And I'm like, duh. Well, I mean, it was just such a... Don't yell at it, but the headline writers. The better headline today is the interview that Hodes and Savannah had with J-Lo. J-Lo, I saw this. Okay. Okay, what is it about? I didn't see it. So, Hoda, you know, brought up, uh, you know, she held up the People magazine uh, story. So, was it a Zoom thing? Kind of, and she held the... 
But then she put her hand over the corner where it had that Hoda and Joe break up. Okay, that's hysterical. The, yeah. And, that's hysterical. And J-Lo said something like, she says, why are you trying to block out the corner? You don't want to talk about your personal stuff? Is that <gasps> what it is, Hoda? And, you know. Oh, yeah. What did Hoda say? They just kind of all uh, laughed. She said, touche. And they laughed it well, off. That's funny because, you know, Jennifer Lopez is a friend of the Today Show. She's always on there. So they but have a relationship. Clear, but it was clear. It's not fair. You don't you want me to talk about Ben, but right. you don't like to I talk like about your personal Good stuff. Good for her. So it was kind of a funny, squirmy little moment. And um, but Savannah uh, was very serious as she went for the big question. How exactly did you right. reunite with uh, Ben and stuff? But yeah, she's. Holding up, you look so beautiful on the cover. That's so with funny, Lori. Covering her, and that she was just like, "Damn, I love that." Isn't that good? That's pretty good. All, All right, right, listen, we'll be right back with the dirt alert. This is a my talk dirt alert. Holly, Holly, Holly. Hi, hon. How are you? Hey, good, guys. How are you both doing? We're doing pretty good. good. All right. Well, let's talk about Kathy Hilton. Please. She's revealing why she asked her husband, Rick Hilton, to help get her out of her Aspen trip. Well, she, she got her period. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'd be like, well, honey, just sleep on a towel. It'll be fine. Right, I know right. it's hard to sleep on white hotel sheets during that time of the month. Right. You put on a towel and deal with it. But. No, she said she lost her phone while she was alone at the rental house. What does that mean? Well, okay, so she explains, okay. Julia. So she I, was I, on a- Lori just looked up at me and I'm like, yeah. did I miss something? <laughs> so she did an Instagram live interview. Kathy Hilton said, I lost my phone, which I do. I was left in the house by myself at one point, and it was about three in the morning. My husband puts his phone in his office, and I know at about midnight he's on his iPad and he'll be scrolling through. Kathy Hilton goes on to explain, I knew I'd catch him by saying, Call me, get me out of here. Oh, perfect. Because I did have my iPad 10% left no charger and i started getting scared hearing all the noises and i didn't know what to do i understand that yeah just Mm -hmm. putting out a little sos and the next day kathy said she moved out of the rental home and relocated to the hotel the little nell she also admitted that there we know that hotel yeah so she admitted that there were squabbles with the other cast members of the real housewives of beverly hills but she seemingly stayed out of the drama so she wants everyone to know you know that the girls did have some squabbles and she added that there some people moved out of kyle richardson's home so that's Uh, yeah the yeah the well of course this doesn't surprise me at all no Mm -hmm. literally no chloe kardashian is denying a rumor that she's dating uh too hot to handle alum harry jowsley do you guys know him no no but i feel like this is a planted story to get the attention away from her chicken hands and the photoshopping and the tristan thompson Planted by Chris Jenner. Oh, sure. Well, you know, Lori, Chris Jenner would be clever to plant the story because this story came from a Dumois submission alleging that Chloe Card. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass.
For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Kardashian and this guy, Harry, had struck up a romance. So planting the backdoor gossip, going to Demois, which is a really hot Instagram account mm-hmm. that has a lot of celebrity gossip. Obviously, then, if we're going with that theory, Chris Jenner knows that to be true. So putting out that rumor over there. Why not go big and say she's denying that she's dating Brad Pitt or something funny? Because no one would believe yeah, that. I, I, true. Yeah, We were looking for believability <laughs> for right. traction, Julia. <laughs> but yeah, I like the I like the optimism of go big. I just go home. big. If I'm gonna have a rumor about me, I want it to be really good. Not this person from Too Hot to Handle. I don't even know what it is. Band? Uh, no, it's a show. It's a oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a let's see, too hot to handle. Cause I'm too hot to handle and too cold to hold. And you called the Ghostbusters. Now they're, they're in control. <laughs> Thank you. Bobby Brown. So it's there a real, we go. it's a reality series, and it's on uh, it's on Netflix. You can watch it. There's wow. three seasons on the shores of paradise. Gorgeous singles meet and mingle. But the I'd prom- be mad at my mom if that's all the hire she she planted to see. Is some guy in this D tiered show? Exactly. Well, that would speak to maybe perhaps this person's agent, Harry, talking to Chris Jenner and being like, well, how can we get this guy's name in headlines? Yeah, right. that's true. So that could also be the case. Now, Chloe took a screenshot of the DeMauw post and said, absolutely not true. So she's going out there and she's clapping back at these rumors today because Chloe is the clapback queen. She knows how to shut down the haters. Hey, Amazon is hiking up the price of its Prime membership in the United States, going from $119 to $139. Yep. Yeah, that is a 17% mm-hmm. increase. It's because they're getting that good old Thursday night football. That is exactly right, Julia, because they're starting with the 2022-2023 season. Amazon Studios has the exclusive offering of Thursday night football. I'm telling you, network is like Lori said, cable, CBS, NBC. the new landline. They're the new landline. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I don't know why they don't try to, yeah. I mean, the kids who are, you know, people are watching this. That's kind of expensive. Oh, who are watching... Uh, to watch Thursday Night Football. Well, right, because mm-hmm. if that's the only reason why you have a Prime membership, I mean, yeah, okay, there's other things A couple that you deliveries a year. Yeah, a couple deliveries a year, right. And maybe... That's my situation. I'm like, why do I even have this? I mean, Julia, I'm kind of the same way. Because I, they haven't had any good shows. Yeah. In a long time, I don't feel like. I have not gone to Amazon no. Prime to watch anything in Nothing. a second. What do they have that's good? Um... Ozark is on Amazon. No, it isn't. No, the the Boys is a good one. Mm-hmm. It's that oh, superhero. Isn't Ozark on Amazon? Ozark no, that's is Netflix. Netflix. There is nothing is but the Boys. Okay, so that's, that's one. About, that's the one. I, only one I watch is. The I boys. mean, they haven't had anything good for a long time. The new Jack Reacher, but like, who cares? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Right. Well, being the Ricardos was Amazon Prime. Again, did you watch it? I watched it, yeah. You're the only one that liked it. Yeah, but I get why people wouldn't like it, though. It's not something that I would readily recommend people go out and watch. Right. Yeah, it would... would So we... Lori's taking your advice. I tried it, Lori. I did. Uh huh. I turned it off. Well, other things. I found I needed to vacuum at the same time. Yeah, you're just like, (laughs) what's going on? 
forward. You know, here are some things on Amazon Originals. In case you have an Amazon Prime account and you're like, geez, why do I keep this thing around? You know, like you said, Julia, Jack Ryan, The Boys, The Wheel of Time, which is getting a lot of buzz. If you I want. tried that. We both tried it. I liked Wheel of Time. Did you finish it? Of course. Oh, see, mm-hmm. I, I didn't. Get, all right. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, Boobies and Dragons. Uh, the Underground Railroad is supposed to be excellent. That's right. supposed to be an excellent series. The sequel to Coming to America coming number two America. There's the movie The Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt and being the Ricardos. Again. Yeah. 140 bucks a year for that. No, thank you. That's for your football. It's mm-hmm. for your and thirds. two deliveries. And mm-hmm. two deliveries. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Hey, Tony Romo and Chase Crawford are developing a pro football drama series at Showtime. I love this idea. It's an untitled series executive produced by Tony Romo and Chase Crawford. The show's going to follow a fictitious first family of football and the players, coaches, and power brokers behind the high stakes world of America's biggest be professional good. sport. I like it. It kind of sounds like that Oliver Stone movie back in the day, Any Given Sunday. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Great movie. I mean, there's, there's an, people, you know, we like our football. It's <laughs> yeah. not $139 worth. Uh, well, yeah, I know, right? Well, Chase Crawford, speaking of, he is currently starring on the Amazon series, The Boys. So oh, yes. bringing it full circle here. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you, Holly. You're welcome. <laughs> My talkers, it is 5.30 on a... Thursday, and I know Lori's got something. I just, I can't. What? What? She has a theory. Oh, this ought to be good. This theory is for real, and it's one we're going to be the judges that that. I have practiced, talked to my husband long, long time ago, and uh, when I married him and his eleven and thirteen year old, I said, you know, this has to be part of your daily bathroom habit. And what is that, you ask? Cleaning the... Putting the toilet seat down? That is correct. You flush... Oh! You put the lid down when you flush a number two. Absolutely. 100%. Hashtag close the lid. It goes... It goes... 100%. Everywhere. And this... uh, this uh, university, because, of course, you know, they're doing all kinds of studies on what is happening with aerosol, anything, you know, and it's one of the reasons, like, if I'm in a public toilet and there isn't a thing, very often it's, do you notice it's a self-flusher? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you put your foot back to activate it and then you rush out because... Okay, you hmm. put more thought into oh, yeah. flushing than most people. I know. Apparently, I know. you take poops in public places. Well, I try not to, but Julia, sometimes, sometimes. uh, you know, nature calls. Never lean forward in those automatic flushers. You will be surprised. That's right. And then you're getting your bottom aerosoled. Yes. By other people's germs. And they did a... Oh, my gosh. Who thinks this much? Well, Julia, because people, because of COVID and aerosolized particles, particles... Okay, imagine that they have these new images and 55% of people say they never put the lid down when flushing, no matter what's going on, even though uh, three out of four people are saying they've never been more focused on what they're breathing in and cleanliness than they ever. when When I have a number two, I don't put down the toilet seat. Because you are unaware of the health risks. Tied to flushing. <laughs> you might Hashtag <laughs> close the lid. And I you never tell people have done that. this. Yes, because it spews 
Poopies. Particles. Okay. Especially if you have one of those powerful flushers mm-hmm. that I don't. You know, and it you can even feel it I if you to, stand back. Yeah, you I just have to tell my you. thing, come on, Betty, you can do it, you can do it. If you, you it. saw an image <laughs> of what was up, you we would get ninety percent of people complying with the theory of a hashtag close the lid. Now you know. In your own home. And it's a way of keeping your bathrooms clean and everybody's healthy and it's just a good idea. Well, I'm glad you shared this. I feel like you're giving us information that a lot of us, you know, had no idea. That's right, Julia. And And at a public place, they don't have lids. 47% of people said they were (laughs) unaware of the health risks tied to flushing. I have to admit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. And on a bathroom plane? You need to close that lid with the tip of your toe, no matter what you're doing. Yeah, get okay? out! Of, I just because I wash now my you're in the tiniest space possible, <laughs> and it's a vacuum. So while it's going out, it's also like spitting up. So you always close the lid with the toe. Again, of your shoe. I was thank you for educating me. This <laughs> is useful information. I'm going to take to the bank. Or to the bathroom. Okay, now I've got it. Now this is an incredible theory. We'll this see. Is, <laughs> this is research from the University of California, Berkeley. Okay, and it was published in Science Advances, which is a new journal. I got to be honest, I never have read it before. But um, you know how people will sometimes accuse a family member, a friend, or somebody of oh, you're living in the past. Okay. Oh yeah. You're living Get in the with past. It. But researchers. From the from the University of California, Berkeley, said everyone is living fifteen seconds in the past oh. at all time. Oh, just like a social media feed, your brain is constantly uploading new and rich visual stimuli. However, in order to keep everything our eyes are taking in every second of every day, the brain presents us with an image. From 15 seconds earlier. It's called the mind's continuity field. Uh, It's a function of perception where the brain merges with our eyes to provide a sense of stability. Without it, everything would be a blurry jumble to us. Our brain is like a, a time machine. It's like we have an app that consolidates our input every 15 seconds. Okay. And, um... I just thought that was like so such a wild thought. It's not that we're like blind or anything for that 15 seconds, but he said not seeing things in real time sometimes is a protective thing. Of course, other times it could be a drawback, but it is a way of so you don't feel bombarded. So like when you're driving and there's a lot of traffic ahead of you mm-hmm. or whatever it might be that can stress you out. Um, so, uh, they use the example of like radiologists when they screen for tumors and surgeons need to be able to see what is in front of them in real time. If their brains are biased, you know, they got to be knowing. So that's why like all of this, but anyway, it's just an interesting example to, I guess, of what it means to be human or human. So yeah, we're, we're 15 seconds. I still am. I'm, so I'm on that. a delay right now getting used to what you just said. That's right. So tonight <laughs> when you're playing tennis and you oh, miss I'm a ball, so nervous. you just say, ah, 15 seconds behind. I didn't see. You know, sometimes I'll, it's because your brain hasn't processed that the ball has just whizzed past you. 
This is going to explain a lot of sports errors <laughs> if this really catches on. But it really does happen more with age. I'm just going to be honest. When the ball just comes at you and you're like, my feet forgot to move. Well, in this study, they had people of all ages mm-hmm. and it's everybody's brain I believe operates that. that way. All right. And we're on a seven second delay. You're always that's right. And our so brains we just had eight more seconds. That's right. Our brains are on a 15 second. All delay. right. Okay. Now this is, uh, I'm going to save that one because I feel like, uh, okay, this is funny. So they did this in the United Kingdom. They wanted to find out how dangerous are certain songs to drive to versus others. Okay, that's okay? funny. And they they found that, like, Billie Eilish songs have the lowest distraction score. They kind of looked at what was streaming on... Whatever. Spot, whatever yeah, yeah. the thing. Okay, um, that's funny because, you know, her songs are very low. Right, and, like, the song Hey Ya is and upbeat. Mr. Brightside... Yes. Because there's dancing, there you could be drumming, you could... It's high energy like songs, it's high energy and songs. And so you're moving around, right? so that they're saying those are the high distraction songs uh, for, you know, safety reasons, you know, if you've got inclement weather. I mean, don't you find when the roads are bad or something, you just turn the radio off? That you don't even want any sound because you're concentrating on driving, you want no distraction. I get that. Yeah. So anyway, but they looked at 1,500 songs to see for the distractibility. And Hey Ya was the most distracted. That's funny. Followed by Mr. Brightside, followed by Empire State of Mind by Jay-Z. And um, the ballads were... Do you think that the uh, Hey Ya, because everybody's driving around shaking it like yeah. a Polaroid, <laughs> like a Polaroid and I know like yeah, Mr. Bryce it. died, like my, pol- drum, my nephews, I'd be like, okay, you're on drums, you're on the guitar. Yeah. You're that on was this. yours, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, it was what do they say? So ballads are what people can hang out with. Not as distracting. Right. You don't feel the urge to start playing musical instruments or dancing in your car. There you go. So there's a theory cool. for you. I like that. Um... Forget 2020. Now the majority of Americans believe that 2021 was the worst year of our collective lives. <laughs> I would say, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say, mm-hmm. yes. it's a tough one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because we had already, we were everything was sort of new, and you could you could rally a little bit, and like this will be okay, this will be okay. And last year, it's like this is dragging on, this dragging on, and right now it's like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's like get over it. I mean every I feel like my patience level for the crap that's happening right now is like Ugh. that's right. I'm at that's the right. edge. So don't yeah. push me. 2020, yeah, it was bad. We can barely remember it now. 2021, that's the worst uh year in the rearview mirror. Oh, and this rhymes. was with millennials. Because it was all everyone groups. could handle it for a little while. We've just yeah. been stretched too far and too thin. Yeah. That's exactly right. Well, while gaining weight, (laughs) while gaining weight, (laughs) and putting on our pandemic pudge, and putting it on. Mm -hmm. All right, so we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we've got the rest of the headlines. All right, people, we are still here. Some days you think, okay, on days I have off, you know, and I'm in town, Mm -hmm. as one does, as this petite moi does. Like a year, a week ago, you were at Hootie Fest. I know. Doing day, just just being done with your daytime drinking and getting ready to primp and press for the evening's events. Really, and it it included just changing our clothes. Yeah, I know. Um, But I was just thinking, because sometimes I'll turn on the radio, I'm like, they're still on. And then I'll go run an errand or go do something. They're still on. (laughs) I'm just like, 
Wow, there's time. Okay, so here are a couple things tonight. Now, I gave you that horrible advice last night to watch Tron. But it is... A- what is it called? Turn. Okay. Not Tron. Turn. Tron. 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 Torn on Disney Plus. Like from 1987. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. I know. Here we go. Murderville. Now, this is starting tonight. And this is with Will Arnett, who I think is one of the funnier people. He's great. And he's so good looking. Mm-hmm. So this is... A, it's called Murderville, and it's on net. And it's a six-episode send-up of a hard-boiled crime drama based on a British format. And here's the format. He plays, they're calling, a badass homicide cop, Terry Seattle, which is a great name. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Mm-hmm. To a celebrity guest star's clueless trainee in each episode. The gimmick is the guest star has no script or no idea of what's coming their way, which usually involves the scene in which the guest goes undercover and recites whatever nonsense Terry blurts into their earpiece. Earpiece. The results are intimately funny, especially when Arnett breaks up with his co-stars. Carol Burnett would be proud. So it's some sort what? of improv type thing. What? Here's who's on it. Conan O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Sharon Stone. Oh, I love my Sharon. Kamali Najini. Um, Ken Jong. Annie Murphy and NFL star Marshawn Lynch, if I'm saying that right. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch. He plays but, for Seattle. Oh, he does. So you know him. So that would be kind of a I, little interesting. And just through like that, osmosis from my the Seattle side of my family, I have reluctantly come to know names of significant Seahawk players. There you have mm-hmm. now one of the funnier headlines today. The Lori is there is a twin bridge to the lift bridge in Duluth in the Nether- in the Netherlands, right? What you know the lift bridge in Duluth? Oh, the There's, aerial lift. The bridge. aerial lift bridge. There's mm-hmm. a twin one of those. And it is in the Netherlands. Did not know that. Well, right around the corner is a huge shipyard that built a half a billion dollar ship oh. for Jeff Bezos. And Jeff Bezos' ship is finishing up. Oh, don't even a tell half me. What a billion are you tell me? dollars. And the ship can't get into the real world waters unless it goes through the aerial lift bridge, which doesn't go high enough for the ship slash yacht to get through. So he is paying said town to dismantle the lift bridge to get his ship through and then put it it back together. Wow. How about that? That's incredible. The ship is five and a half a billion dollars. Would that Lauren Sanchez please write a girl's gold Digger guy get finding a millionaire. <laughs> no kidding. Can I just have your phone number and direct line? Because damn girl. Tip number one, be a helicopter pilot. Tip Men number two. Are so crazy about women who can pilot a helicopter. I mean, that is no, a but, sexy job, what, though. I yeah. agree. But why why wouldn't they have just uh, thought mean, about this ahead of time? It's I like mean, the Dallas football is, field that they oh, built in North South where the sun goes in the player's eyes. So it's called, um, it's a bridge in Rottendam. Mm-hmm. And it is the same 
you know, lift, aerial lift bridge like the one in Duluth. So they'll have to dismantle and take that, like, top, all of that. But think about the people that are trying to get to and fro. Are they going to provide, like, a No, they'll just take off the top part of the bridge. They're not going to dismantle the whole bridge. They're taking off the the tippy top. top With the light that warns the small planes in the area that there's an obstruction in midair. Yeah, but of course there is that thing that lifts up, and that only goes so high. Right. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. How much is this going to cost? That Lawrence Sanchez would make a gazillion dollars with the girl's guide to the gold digger. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or the the boy's guide. Speaking of which, Hannah, millennial Hannah, our social media gal, sent me something last night about a new show that just landed on Netflix, and it's about a Tinder catfisher. Oh, yeah, I had that story for you. It's a wild, true story. It is, and it's called um, The Tinder Swindler. Yeah, Tinder Swindler. Yes. It's about this 29-year-old Norwegian grad student living in London, swiped right on a 28-year-old supposed billionaire diamond Aaron Tinder. Right there, she should have known. Anyway. They're anyway, not going to be on that one. No, no. But anyway, they're going to pay for a matchmaker. He duped her out of two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and she landed in the psych ward. But it's very much like when you were a dating toddler and first started dating, and you told me you met an international financier, yeah. who lived in London and spoke yeah. French. And I said, "You've met let, you've met somebody in a the, Wi-Fi cafeteria." I did. Who's scamming you? And who was 14. Yeah, right. (laughs) No, dead serious. This is so the truth. But it's supposed to be good. It's supposed to be good. Because remember how much we love The Serpent? That was a great show. If you guys haven't watched a good show on Netflix, The Serpent, that is an epic, forgot about that, Lori. Check it out. All right, well, wish me luck. All right, good luck, Hopefully I don't come back in a body cast tomorrow. (laughs) Good luck, Julia Nadal. (laughs) Job done.